Hey, stupid nerds, to download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. So you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Fucking, you checked check it. You checked it. it. I'm good? Check it again. All right, check it again. Check it again, center fielder, check Dave it live. Stone. We're checking it live. Checking it live. We're going. It's good. We're going. We're oh, on. you're just literally... Yeah, man, speed round. Oh, my God. I got to eat old piece of cheese <laughs> when we do this. I won't do it into the mic, but I got to eat this old piece of Gruyere. Yeah, how old is it? Oh, I bought it when I was in Wisconsin, and that was... That was a while back. I'm sick of being on the fucking road, man. You're burnt I don't, out, dude. I can tell. I'm fucking burnt out. What's going on, man? I'm done with it, man. You're just done with it. Yeah. What does that mean? You just, you just, I've been on the road. I, was, I added it up. For, for posterity's sake, it was, what, June 4th right now? Oh, no. Right now, it's uh, June 19th. Yeah, I don't, whatever the illusion oh, that we're oh, trying gotcha. to tell That's people that. Yeah. yeah. We're recording this on June 4th. Gotcha. I've been home uh, only five weekends. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning of February, so like one weekend a month, mm-hmm. I've been home, and that's not even like oh, because I leave on Thursday and come home Sunday. No, some of those are two weeks and three weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking uh, tired. I just got done touring with Sam Talent. Uh huh. I who, love Sam. He's fucking great. Yeah. Put great. me in a fucking grave every night. Great dude. Great comic. Put me in a fucking grave. He's a beast. It was like it was like people got to watch David Bowie, and then I went up there. Like some fucking idiot trying to play hot cross buns on the recorder. Like it was, I did. I didn't have it, man. I just didn't have it. Well, first of all, I would. That means the the shows went really well. The shows were great. Um, Sam gave people their their money's worth, and I'm, you just suck mm-hmm. balls. It wasn't. I I didn't sleep the night before going to Omaha. Mm-hmm. I stayed up all night and flew to Omaha and did a show that night, and I felt like I never. You ever just been like on Benadryl or something where you're kind of like, you're always like a half second behind your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I'm that way all the time. I've been that way since last week. That's why I got home last night, and I I don't feel good, but I'm like, I went on a bike ride, had to get rad. Yeah. And then I think I fucked myself because I drank old water that was in my camelback, because I, I got all the way out to the trail. And I poured some other water, and I looked, and there was a bunch of shit floating around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I drank some black mold. I'm eating old cheese. Uh-huh. And for some reason, I'm expecting to feel better. You're getting out in front of it, dude. I'm trying, man. I'm, you know, try to pull, I read about, um, I forget, some uh, nobleman from a, a centuries long ago who was so afraid of being poisoned that he would poison himself a little bit every day. Ah. So when somebody went to poison him, he couldn't do it. And then when he, they captured him, he tried to kill him. He tried to kill himself, so they couldn't take him. He tried to poison himself, he couldn't do it. Yeah, you ain't poisoning me, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I've become immune to a lot of that. You know, yeah. just being feral. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll eat found food. I, I I'm living like you. Yeah, I don't wash my hands as much as I should. Don't tell people that. I'll be honest with you. you know? You're going to do meet and greets on the road coming up here. Well, I wash my hands after that. Somebody had a joke. It was like, wasn't a great joke, but it was. I heard it a long time ago from somebody in Chicago. Like, wash my hands after I go pee. My dick's the cleanest part of my body. It's the only thing that's been inside my clothes all day. 
That's, that's clean. That's good. <laughs> that's good. So where'd you go on this last run, man? I was in Omaha mm-hmm. and Des Moines. Every time, the last time I was in Des Moines, a guy after the show showed up in a suit. He was real drunk. He's like, yeah, sorry, I missed the show. I had to go to my friend's funeral. He was murdered. And then, uh, <clears throat> then he tried to give me a knife really? as a gift. And then his phrase, he goes, as soon as he gave it to me, he's like, it's always good to have a second set of prints on a knife. And I tried to put it in the sewer, and he wouldn't let me. He took it back, and I wiped it off real good. And then I told that story, <clears throat> and that guy was there, but he was in a Hawaiian shirt this time, and he was drinking carb-free uh, spritzers, and he's a fun guy. So yeah. <laughs> shout out to that dude for coming back around and being much better spirits. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. They were fun shows, but yeah, I felt like I was doped up the whole time, mm-hmm. and I felt like, like, uh, yeah, and it was one of those things like, do you ever get intimidated following somebody? Like you watch somebody and you're like, I can't, I'm not going to give them the same thing. I mean, most of the time, I would like to say that that inspires me. It's like, you know, all right, motherfucker, I gotta. It makes me step my game oh, up. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, there's some guys where it's just like, ah, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may not even be like. It might be more of an energy thing. Yeah. Like I, there were guys that were hard to follow. Like when I was starting out, but it's like, you know, like they kind of sucked. But I can't. No, oh, I crowd work. I can't or... get that energy. As yeah, this... high as they got. And... But then there's guys that just like. Just oh the, yeah! In no way is fuck. this what I'm saying about yeah, Sam. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if Sam Talent is in your town, and he will be because the guy's a fucking workhorse. Yeah, go see Sam Talent. I can't say that enough. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. Sam and I, we had uh, we had respective tours about three years ago that just kept intersecting, like three cities. Oh yeah, three times we were in the same city together. We're like in like a couple times it was just double booked. Like you're, I thought nope, and then the book is like hey, both of you, and we're mm-hmm. like uh, okay, all right, but we you know worked out yeah. great. So that was uh, that was my first time meeting mm-hmm. and work with old Sam mm-hmm. back in his uh, coverall overalls face. Yeah, yes, he's he's not doing that anymore. He's not right. No. No. I'd like to take that up from him, but I feel like there's guy I got to give it more time. I've always thrown a pair. I've I always yeah, I like not, that. That's not like try on clothes, but I've tried mm-hmm. on overalls. Like I wonder if I could be an overall guy. Mm-hmm. I, I truly like the idea of uh, no belts. Yeah. No belt pants system mm-hmm. with uh, pockets just accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, I use shirt pockets. You know, I got snap. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I always use in chest pockets. Well, I like any clothing where a, a stain it adds character to it. Like, most, if you're wearing something normal, like, ah, oh, you look like an idiot, you got a huge chili stain on your t shirt. But, like, that's more of. Like, well, you just want an excuse to be a slob. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why don't you wear a lobster bib around them? Because <laughs> that's. Uh, just wear a lobster bib and a diaper. You can fuck those things up all day. No, but that's the beauty of the, uh, of the overalls is, is that they, uh, you know, it's still, it's still acceptable clothing. They're not for eating, Dave. No, I know. I'm just. Grease saying. stains, paint. Paint, not, barbecue sauce, no, not motor barbecue, oil, it's all the not same. barbecue People sauce. People don't know what I'm doing. They've just been knowing I'm, I'm getting into something. I could see a food stain versus... No, those are work clothes. They're not eat clothes. But I'm saying you get a little bit of everything on there, and then there's no shame. I'm not a slob. I'm a working man. I'm busy. I'm doing shit. I'm, I'm fucking... You're tr- I'm, no, keep going. I'm rebuilding engines. And I'm eating chili dogs. You're not doing the first thing. Well, I know, but they don't know that. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> if there's if there's only chili on otherwise perfectly set of overalls, I'd have to I'd have to kind of uh, like like when you buy those shitty uh, pre-weathered jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go ahead. And Why don't you get the full blown 
Like uh, utility worker coveralls. Oh, like you, like you work for the oh, power I'd company. I'd love that. And you can just fucking roll around in mustard all day. Yeah, I love that, man. Oh, that cheese hurt. When I was in high school, I worked at a heat and air company, and I crawled mm-hmm. under fucking. Uh, I was in crawl spaces all day, oh, and man. I just it was kind of a challenge to see how disgusting I could get by the end of each workday. Like I'd by the end, you know, ride home in the truck, just mm-hmm. just head to toe, just red Georgia clay, just in my ears, just, just a, all everywhere, just a necklace of rat skulls. Yeah, yeah. Does HVAC stand for high volume air conditioning? I have no idea. Really? Yeah, I don't know. For the longest time, I would see like HVAC. It's like, oh, I think uh, it's heating, vacuum, and air conditioning. That's uh, systems. Yeah. Why, what's the vacuum after? The, there's there's central vacuum back in the day. I've been in many houses in the South where there's just a universal central vacuum system running through the same running alongside Wait, the ductwork. Like if you want to vacuum your house, mm-hmm. like a big like an industrial, mm-hmm. you know, the big three inch plastic uh, tube vacuum. Really? Yeah. That's where would it go? It must have been, must have been some sort of same ductwork or something, some sort of chute or some sort of plumbing situation where it would. I never knew that. I never tank. knew that was a thing. Yeah, many houses in the south. I don't know if it was just that something. makes I'm just sense. When I grew up, the idea of a compact vacuum is mm-hmm. probably a newer because I remember oh we had the old Kirby vacuum, mm-hmm. big piece of steampunk. Yeah. Boner boner machine. Mm-hmm. The old Kirby with a headlight on it. Yeah. Steel heavy. Wow. Fucking heavy. And have like they had repair shops for them. Like it was like, I guess that makes sense to have like a big boss. Like that's why those things were so intense. Uh-huh. They used to be built into your home. Yeah. Wow. No shit. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I am learning something. The same crew does them all. The heat, the air, and mm-hmm. the vacuum. Okay. Well, all right. That's... That's a little piece of that's a factoid. I used to uh I won't name any names, but the guy I work for you know, I won't even name I don't I don't know. Nobody's they not listen, but nice guy. I worked for this uh, this dude who I was dating his granddaughter. Okay. And uh really nice dude, but just southern and uh, just like backwoods. This dude was uh by all accounts uh probably a multimillionaire and he was completely illiterate. Could not yeah. read a lick. <laughs> So when I first started working Dave there, Thomas. I was kind of like your boy. I was uh, Dave Thomas illiterate. Wendy's. Oh, I think he was dumb as shit. Yeah, he did kind of look. I mean, not in a bad, but it seems like a sweet, <laughs> seems like a sweet man. Yeah. I'm not saying negatively, but he's an idiot. I'm a square hamburgers. Yeah. But I would have to ride around with boss man and uh, uh, read street signs and just read. Mm. I was like his personal assistant yeah. who would just read stuff to him. And uh, we'd go into jobs and stuff and I'd have to. I just remember, like, oh, this is this is a weird job. Just eventually, uh, think about the idea of literacy not being a priority mm-hmm. in some parts of the world and certain incomes. Like, no, you do things. Yes, yeah, get you go like, do something. Like sitting there and reading a book was a luxury. Is, like that's like if you don't know how to work a computer, that's yeah. let's say computer technologically illiterate. That's a great comparison. You know, oh, I don't know how to do this stuff. Like, Big deal. yeah, well, the world's passing you by. Mm-hmm. ATM machines, every every thing being automated, and it's like it's definitely a hindrance. But mm-hmm. socially, it's not completely looked down upon. Like as far as now to computer illiterate people. So, yeah. ah, oops, I, I don't know. All right, well, that's not his thing. So maybe, but to think that that's how literacy was. Yeah, 150 years ago. No, you didn't. Hey, I don't need to read. You that. didn't need it. 
<laughs> Especially if the guy had his own business. Yeah, he's very successful. Very good at what he did. Uh, but yeah, just uh, I don't know. I almost felt like a like a like someone who helps a blind person around. Like it definitely <laughs> appeared uh, to be a disability in the sense that how often I was needed uh, throughout the day. Why didn't you just tell? Why, why didn't you just change your paychecks? He wasn't going to check it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nope, that's what two hundred bucks looks like. Five zeros. <laughs> Oh man! Well, you're back in town, buddy. Any uh, any yeah. highlights from from that trip? I got 48 hours. You got two days. Um, so Omaha. It was fun. And they they were fun shows. Yeah. I had to work. I had to work hard. If you hear that animal, that's the sound of my apartment's no pets policy being yeah. uh, totally ignored. And uh, fucking cool stuff. Um, boy, just really just loving. Finally home. Oh, that's there. Cool. Great. Love being back in L.A. Um, fucking, I'm fucking, oh, fuck this fucking dog. It's a cute dog. Yeah. And they're nice people. Is it just yap all the time like this? Because we're in here. Yeah. Oh. So it's only if I want to use, you know, a part of where I live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you could tell it's very thin walls. Yeah. Anyway. No, I mean, it was just, and then we did uh, the Turnbuckle Festival. What's that? In Makokota, Iowa. There's a barn. In, it's like an hour and a half between Cedar Rapids and Moline. That was, uh, it's a legit venue. They get big bands playing through there. And uh, big, like, Against Me's playing through there. And uh, who else? But this one, they had old Nick Thune was out there. Alan Strickland-Williams. They had a band called the Vandaliers. They were real good. Shout out to the Vandaliers. Shout out to Ron Gallo. Real good. Space rock jammers, and it's just in a barn in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's nice. like a cool festival. Fuck this fucking dog. <laughs> that sounds mm. cool, though, man. That's yeah. Cool. So so did that, and uh, that was fun. I'm gonna. I can't. I'm fucking losing my mind right now. You want to just pause it, move in there? Uh, well, no, I want to keep plowing through. Yeah, get this shit done. And I'm going to text my neighbors that their dog is wiling the fuck out right now, and it's unacceptable. I'm going to use the word unacceptable. Unacceptable. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, well, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, you go on with my story. Go on. Tell me about the barn. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, here's a random random piece of uh, juicy info. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an active shooter today. June 4th in Riverside. Really? Is it going to show up in the, my neighbor's apartment and take care of this dog? Because that'd be pretty fucking cool. Uh, it's sad. I think they were in a pizza hut. Oh, boy. And, uh, at least one person died. The uh, the active shooter, uh, he's still alive, I think. I don't think the cops Active shooter sounds like they're in, like, sportswear. Yeah. Um, Katie. Trying to make light of it. You the, brought it up. All right. The active shooter. Our lighthearted podcast. Let's talk about it. people who died today active, in a pizza hut. The guy, the active shooter, is, was Katie's high school boyfriend. <laughs> Fucking really? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Really? Yeah. Her little sweetheart. Oh, I, I don't. Wow. I can't even remember his name, and it's in the news, whatever. But uh, Any insight from Katie as to... No. She said, you know, he was... I don't think they were super serious. I think, you know, they went out on some dates. Or, you mm-hmm. know, she, she implied it wasn't like a long-term serious boyfriend, but like just this guy she used to date like her senior year. And uh, But she was so... It wasn't like, oh, I saw that coming. 
But she's like, that's so crazy. But I think he, I think there might have been some military issues or some PTSD. Oh, uh, was, yeah. was a soldier? I think. I think that's what I heard. Well. That's crazy. Small world. You want to change gears back again to yeah. fun stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I just want to share that. <laughs> Did you eat anything good? Uh, no. No, because I was fucking old, old Gowdy McGee out there. Oh. So did, was, did you behave? Did you, yeah, I was just eating like, beans and rice and slop. Did you drink? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to not drink on this one. Like, nope, just tequila. It does, I don't feel drunk. It's just the end of the night. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was drinking a bunch of tequila. And then, uh, yeah, man, just, just, just wanting to be home. Yeah. Just getting to the end. I, I could see the end of it. I know it's soon. Yeah. You know, well, it's funny because we're on opposite ends. Because as we're recording this, yeah, uh, tomorrow I leave for five weeks. Yeah, fire that shit up. So I have that, and I I don't know about you, but like you may, I, I don't know if I if I had to guess, you probably travel so much that like it's just become routine for you. Mm-hmm. But I travel less, but I go on these big tours, yeah, four, five, six weeks. So I'll do about four or five of those a year, maybe about four a year. And uh, so I always have like kind of this routine, like the week building up, and just you know, oh yeah, trying to mentally prepare myself just because like get your affairs in order. Yeah, because on paper it is it's fun. I get to travel and all that, but mm-hmm. still, I'm driving across the country and back in a shitty minivan that has two hundred thousand miles. And, yeah, you know, not a huge safety net as far as you know uh, money in the bank or whatever. So it's always like this. Like, okay, what's this month-long adventure going to bring me? Did you go get the van looked out? I did, yeah. Spent, spent a little money, got uh, got some good repairs. Got a good clean bill of health from the mechanic. Right, got a good right. mechanic uh, up in Glendale, by the way. Anybody? Toyota, you can throw a lot of miles yeah, on a Toyota. Yeah, yeah he's, he's feeling good about it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, we, we, he's excited for yeah, you, too. Yeah, we had some, some serious talks about it. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Fred's Auto in Glendale. Uh, Fred, uh, from all, all accounts, a straight shooter. All right. and I feel you like know, I'm a good judge of folks, and I feel like this dude's an honest. It's hard, it's hard to get a good mechanic. Yeah, it is. I've had all kinds of issues with mechanics in the past. But, yeah, a little shifty. But yeah, anyway, so I'm starting to shifty shell shots. Trying to get there. myself, uh, you know, it's, it's like Rocky, you know, when he's when he's mm-hmm. in Russia in the in the uh, cold log cabin, just just training and focusing. And, oh, I didn't see know, that one. Yeah, yo, you didn't see Rocky Four? How many Rockies you got to see? Oh man, Rocky Four is a good one. What's he going to do, a box at the end? Oh, man. That's all right. That's good. It's good stuff. He avenged Apollo Creed's death. See what happened? Yeah, he beat the Russian. Honestly, six months ago, I would still think Apollo Creed was, was the black guy from Star Wars. I don't fucking, I don't <laughs> give a shit. Man, I never really noticed it at the that's time. A Star, that's a Star Wars name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very much. But uh, Apollo got Creed got beaten to death. Like I was ten years old, and like that was pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. Like the star, the one of the second lead in the franchise, gets beaten to death in a boxing ring. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, he did." Little ten year old Dave was quite affected by that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot to take. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone didn't make any subtle films. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sly wasn't known for nuance. <laughs> no. No indie, yeah. indie rom coms. I was like pensive moments in Rambo. <laughs> oh man, I do love Rambo. Even, even the, the movie one. "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot" is called "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot." <laughs> He's got another movie called "Bullet to the Head." 
<sighs> or bullet in the head, bullet to the head. What was yeah. the one where his big the big reveal was he had a lady's name? Was it Cobra? We had the cool car. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cobra. I don't remember the lady's name part. Though. His name's like Marion or something. Oh, really? Like, I can't believe it. His name That's the craziest thing. That's what made you a fucking psychopath. A rogue fucking vigilante. It's because this is just if a boy named Sue yeah. was about a true fucking maniac. <laughs> that movie is so over the top. Like, if you did a, a satirical spoof of that nowadays it wouldn't be as ridiculous as the real movie. Like, some of those scenes are like, okay, I know this is a 1986 cheesy action movie, but come yeah. on. Like, just some of the stuff is so cheesy. I know, yeah. I, the, the, uh, I, got, I got nothing out of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. The only thing I, I got like out of Sylvester Stallone was in UHF where Weird Al made fun of him being Rambo. <laughs> Did you ever see Copland, Cop Town, Copland? I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know any. I don't know anything with movies. Yeah. Or this or that. I don't know what I did with my life because <laughs> I didn't watch all the shows and I didn't see the movies. But I don't know what I was doing otherwise. Hmm. Like what it's not doing? like oh no, I was in sports, so I didn't see it. That was not the case. Well, tell me what's a I was tip- just out being a fucking idiot my whole life. Well, try to remember and give me some detail. What was a typical hmm. day for ten-year-old? Let's say it's a school year, or no, better yet, in a summer where you got the whole day. So, what, what's a what's a typical day? Just out, just literally sitting in the dirt at the field at the end of my road. The field, like just like a sports field, or just a open no, field? just like a like a few acres of abandoned lot. Okay, so you're out just there. had ponds and bike jumps, and you're just sitting in the dirt. Yeah, just sitting in the dirt, catching tadpoles, and trying to build shitty bridges to get across this pond. By yourself, or did you have buddies? Yeah, my buddies and my sister, and we were all kind of one crew. Just being being chicken shits, being pussies, playing baseball with a tennis ball, because we were all too, too afraid of a league ball. And then none of us were coordinated. We were like nerds, but we were outdoor nerds. Okay. That's Does funny. that make sense? That's fun. Like we weren't good at anything, but we were still out just being idiots, just running around a neighborhood, just being dirty white trash, <laughs> just doing white trash shit, just lighting, just trying to light different chemicals on fire in uh-huh. my buddy's garage. Yeah. Then riding bikes around and just playing guns, just running around playing guns, spying on neighbors, basically being a peeping Tom, but you're 10. You're not being a pervert. You're like, let's see what we could do. Let's see if we could sneak around and not get caught. That was the most, that was the most exciting thing was seeing if we could sneak around and not get caught. That was, that was what was fun. I dig that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, well, (laughs) that's what I do now as an adult when I go on my late night. Yeah. Well, now it's a crime. Yeah. Not to do. Now it's a crime to do my bit. But I, but no, I don't, I'm not committing crimes. I'm, I'm just walking and sneaking around. I'm well, not on anybody's property. I'm not no, I agree. If from the sidewalk, if your window's open, I could look in it from the sidewalk. I'll, yeah, that's I'll put an eyeball in there. I'm not coming up to your property. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to avert my eyes like, oh, it would be wrong. You, mm-hmm. Your blinds yeah, are up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to this. So, well, like, was there a lot of bike riding? Did you everybody have a bike? Yeah. Because of my crew, you, gotta, you had to have a bike. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's your so you all got bikes. transportation. Yeah. Bikes and skateboards, yeah. Skateboards, okay. Were you, was there any ramp building? Did you guys jump ramps? And oh, yeah. Ramps? We had shitty ramps. We had uh, the it was Farmer's Field, and they had like kind of these natural, like this hill with some dirt jumps. And mm-hmm. 
And it, we, yeah, we just wild out and that stuff. And just just being dirty, just being dirty. The thing that that's what kids like. Mm-hmm. There was never like, oh, I'm, if I, if it was TV watching, it was at night. My mom. There was never a bedtime during summer. Okay. So I would just stay up, and that's when I would sit in the basement with one chair in the middle of the room, like a real lunatic, and watch the scariest things I could watch because my parents got cable early on, and did not police that whatsoever. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. Here's the full package. Mm-hmm. Go on, watch whatever's going to come on HBO past midnight. No problem. I will. Dude, so, that's premium. Oh, watch, yeah, watching Creep Show. I mean, there's always the weird. There's this weird series. They talked about that before. This weird series of softcore porn that always incorporated RC cars or something. <laughs> it was. It was like. It was like the last bass. You could tell it's like. It was like these low budget movies that were just. You know, booby babes that w- had like camouflage makeup on their faces, but then were just in bikinis and they'd it's a, infiltrate an island. And then occasionally they would take a shower. But then also the devices were like, we got to blow up that Jeep. Oh, let's attach a bomb to this RC car and drive it under there. Oh, we got to see what's in the, attach it to this remote control plane and fly it into the boat. Like for some reason, that was a component of it. Hmm. So super soft core, just bikini babes stuff, and then creep shows and Friday the 13th and all that yeah. stuff. Tales from the Crypt. Oh, I love Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, man. Man, did you ever watch... Uh, I always got uh, fooled by USA Up All Night. USA oh, Up All Night. Oh, yeah. What, what, uh, what, uh, um, what's that guy's name? Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. And then there was... Uh, there was another like an Elvira, Elvira, either Elvira or an Elvira type, yeah, uh, voluptuous, buxom lady. Oh and, yeah, uh, and then all the movies led you to believe that they were going to be kind of softcore porn or whatever. And, but it was uh, USA. It was USA. I never could. I was. I couldn't put the dots together at that age of like, oh yeah, idiot. It's they're not going to show any <laughs> boobs on USA. Yeah, there was always like the like like a horny kid was still like, but what if? Yeah. What if nobody's watching? What if nobody's monitoring this? Yeah. And they snuck it in because like one kid yeah. once, swear to God, swear to God, saw boobs on USA. Swear to God, <laughs> there's no boobs. On, I know, but that's why I was surprised. All right, sure. But now I have to ask, then what was the point of USA Up All Night? The movies were that was ba- That was basic cable. It's where people didn't have pay channels. But, like, to have a movie that's just a tease, like, that to think that, you know, the whole... It was definitely one of those... Yeah, it's you know, a beer commercial. ...TNA movies, but it's yeah. like... But, but no you, you could you could have that with a cable box, but not have HBO or all that shit. Yeah. So it's still like Bikini Babes on TV. I guess, but like it wasn't the the Emmanuel series. Yeah. Which looking back on that, I'm like, oh, this this is just a an ongoing series that was just rape. Was it? Was it? always just like oh, rape. No. Yeah, like I because I remember watching it as a kid, I'm like and I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back, but I was always like, Yeah, this isn't like fun boobs. Yeah. Like I guess this is what erotic is, is when there's boobs, but you still feel kinda like ah, I know I got I got to go to church tomorrow. Uh, I don't feel good about no, this. No, I know exactly what you mean. <clears throat> so, yeah, and then I watched yeah, all the scary movies, all the Friday the 13th. Well, see, then you did stuff. You remember stuff. You just didn't but watch just, Rocky IV. Uh, no, because I don't know when that. I didn't, yeah, go to the movies once in a while. Hmm. But I don't remember. If I went to the movies past the age of 18, 
I was high off my ass and don't remember a single thing. Really? Yeah, the idea of going to a movie sober to enjoy it was like, what the fuck are we even doing? Unless it was in the middle of the day, it was so hot out because we get we'd go to the yeah we would just go to the one liquor store that had a beer cooler in it like well the walk-in cooler mm-hmm. and we just sit in there for a minute or we'd go to the movies for the air conditioning because everybody's parents were too cheap to turn it on like it had to break a hundred for parents to be like all right we'll put on the air really like we're all fucking dying unless somebody had an old relative at home like let's go over to fucking ken's house his grandmother lives there they'll have the air on <laughs> and y'all just sitting around yeah that's funny that's a funny scene Oh boy! What'd you got? What'd you say? You wanted to talk about stuff you saw, stuff you did, stuff you ate. Oh man! You lived your life. I talk about myself too much already. It's all right, buddy. Well, I'm glad to have you back, man. I uh, sorry to see that you're burnt, but uh, yeah, you know, man. just just you know, it's dogs testing my patience, but we'll get through it. You'll be all right, buddy. You just hang in there, just one day at a time. Uh, I'm good. I uh, went on a riverboat cruise. Where's there even a river? Uh, there's rivers all over, Kyle. You just gotta look. Uh, where's there even a river? <laughs> like, there's the L.A. River, How'd which you get is, a hold of a river, and its deepest part is seven inches deep. I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, oh, I that's used, right. Okay, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. I was, doing, I was doing a gig in Ringgold, Georgia. I did. Uh, it, the shows were fun, but I did like it was like 1890s days in Ringgold, Georgia. Oh, it was like my. an old pioneer town, like uh, like their 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 little town festival and there was like live bluegrass music and yeah people selling grilled corn and knickknacks and grilled corn folk art so it was but i love all that shit man i, yeah, I was gonna it. say the food of the 1890s doesn't yeah. seem enticing <laughs> but i uh it was a very cute charming little yeah little festival like if uh any any canton georgia folks remember like uh we we had our own little thing it was river fest yeah you know and uh I, me and my dad used to sell baseball cards at river fest in the 90s uh but anyway so i uh but then they had like this little theater that was an old train depot that they've converted to a theater mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a free show like there's comedy in this building oh really <laughs> and i was the comedy that, okay you were telling me about this <laughs> Did you do any 1890s related humor? I tried to do like my Grover Cleveland chunk. There you go. But, uh, it, I think it went over well, a few GC, heads. really? Yeah. Who? Cosplay the era yeah. for God. Yeah, it's ranting about William McKinley. Just, but they uh, throw a tomato at you. <laughs> but no, that was fun. So, uh, but during the day, I, I did a Friday Saturday. So Saturday, I went up. Uh, it was about 15 miles south of Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. So I went up to Chattanooga, and I. I I used to live in Nashville, Tennessee. I, I lived a lot in North Georgia. I've been through, I've either stayed or been through Chattanooga a hundred times in my life. Never rode this damn riverboat. And uh, mm. it was fun. Just an hour and a half. This giant riverboat called the Southern Bell. Big old paddle boat? Big old... Uh, uh, I don't think it was the big old-timey paddle thing in What's the back. his name? Samuel Clemens? Yeah. What the we're talking about? Yeah, he used to... Uh, he was a riverboat captain. Yeah, Mark yeah Twain. he was a very successful riverboat captain. I, uh, I learned Samuel about Clemens, Mark Twain, or Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> Samuel Clemens is Mark Twain. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Or Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, two old writers. Yeah, I, I know. I know. One's but fun, I don't, the I don't other's why. scary. I don't know why that was funny. Uh, yeah, no, it was definitely uh, Samuel Clemens. Was, was Mark Twain was Samuel Clemens. <clears throat> yeah. uh, but anyway, so yeah, just rode around, big-ass boat. They had a bar, and uh, I was on like the 1130 uh, ride. And it was a bunch of families, but I was just like, 
I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm in a different city. I'm working. I'm going to have a drink. and uh, But I got some weird looks. We're on a riverboat. Just... Come on, it's, it's not 8.30 in the morning. It's, it's almost lunchtime. think it's time. just because you had a drink or because it's you? Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> because it looked like you were supposed to be working on it? <laughs> oh, they reported it to somebody that one of their employees cool. was drinking on the job. The guy's supposed to be shoveling coal down in the fucking <laughs> the bowels of the ship. Oh, man. But um, I had a drink in me, and I was, I was feeling good. It was just, it was beautiful, you know, just, I sat at the very front, what do they call that, the, uh, what's the front part of the boat? Fore. Was that, was that Aft. Fore, aft, starboard, port. I learned starboard side and port side and all that. The hull. Yeah. Anyway, I was just up there, just chilling by myself. Where the lady sits. Just having a good time. And, uh, wind in my hair. And, uh. This family comes up. They got like a little three-year-old boy. I don't know. Looked like he was three or four. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before, but this happened. I don't, don't, parents, don't include me in anything that you're doing. I'm not a yeah. guinea pig. I'm not a visual aid. Just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> they they beard, beard. Oh yeah, yes, he does have a beard, beard. And the lady goes, do you mind if he touches your beard? And I go, yeah, please don't do that. Yeah. And she looked at me like I was an asshole. But, you know, she didn't oh, follow. Oh, yeah, I don't want your your yeah. child no. ass-digging digits in my face. No, That's I do not. That's a reasonable request. But she looked at me like I was the biggest piece of shit. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't super friendly. I wasn't mean about it, but I was curt. I was just like, yeah, please don't do that. That's exactly how I said it. I didn't be like, yeah, please don't do that, or fuck off. Your child's a ball of disease yeah. that also sticks to things. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just, I think she kind of, uh, oh, like, a, like, under her breath, like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then they just moseyed can't believe off. It. People yeah. can't believe it when uh, you don't think their child's the most amazing thing. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be anti-kid. I did write this joke. Um <clears throat> I forget even why I wrote it on this trip where I was like, I'm thinking about getting a vasectomy just because I know I would hit my kids. And the reason I know I would hit, I would hit my kids is because I want to hit your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's a complete joke, but it's like, I don't know if it's at a restaurant or somewhere. I'm like, I want to beat the shit out of your child right now. Yeah. So I can't imagine how I'd behave around mine. <laughs> so let's, not, let's not even put a child in harm's way like that. Yeah. Just home alone where I can come up with a backstory and an alibi. <laughs> I can know. I don't want that shit. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's something. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just, I just, I've never wanted kids. I never, I, and I'm not being negative. I met cool, fun kids. Mm-hmm. But every time I think about kids, there's no part of me. It's like, boy, I really wish I was sharing this experience with a son or daughter. Boy, if, if you know, it would be more enriching to my life right now. I'm, I'm always like, man, a kid would fuck up this. Mm-hmm. Man, a kid would ruin this. Yeah. Oh, I'm home for two days. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm riding my bike. I'm driving my toy cars. And we're, oh boy, a kid would ruin that. A kid would ruin all of it. And no parents can ever admit they're like, yeah, it ruined my life. A parent can never ever say that mm-hmm. that a kid ruined their life. They're not allowed by society to say, yep, there's my kid. I'm proud of him. Also, it ruined my life. You can't say it. That's that's the one of the last taboos of all the things that are taboo yeah. is a parent going. Uh, I had a child and it ruined my life. I have resented the child. 
uh, for doing that. And uh, you can't, you just can't say it. That's why everybody's like, oh, things change. No, because you can't say that. Yeah, man. What it, part of it's been like? I have no interest, and I'm selfish with my time. Mm-hmm. But then the other part is like, I'm. It's not selfish. It's think, your time. I don't think I could do it. Like I just feel mm-hmm. like I would. I don't know. Like I know physically, I could do it. I could keep the kid fed. I could keep him clean. Mm-hmm. I could keep him healthy. You know, but like, just psychologically, I don't know. It's just someone else's entire existence. I de- appreciate your arrogance de- of that. Depending, you just stop living in a van, and you're going to talk about how great of a dad you'd be physically. <laughs> I keep them clean. You piss in jugs. I would do whatever it takes to uh, make sure that they're fed and clean. But psychologically, like and emotionally, just man, I don't know. Don't want it, and don't feel bad about not yeah. wanting it. Don't touch my beard. Kind of, how dare you? Get the get away from me, lady. Anyway, all right, buddy. Should we try to get into it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's talk about some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> talk about Fire it off. What are we talking about? about? Uh, well, first I wanted to mention, uh, did, you hear, did you hear about that story that happened a couple weeks ago? As oh, they shot something? Yeah, they shot a... Mysterious wolf creature. It's, uh, did you see the pictures of this thing? I saw one picture, and you just can't tell what it is. It's just a dead animal. They're not good. The pictures aren't good. They never are. Well, this. Well, I get if like, oh, we saw one alive and it ran away. This one's dead on the bed of a truck. Let's get some good pictures. Like, how how, how did they not do that? I've been looking at everything I can possibly. There's one picture kind of from above, but you can just see the profile. You can't even really see its eyes. And then another picture. It's splayed out on the uh, on the bed of the truck, and it's taken from a few Let feet me see. from behind. You got it brought up there. Let me see. Like there's that one. You can't tell shit from that one. No, it just look. It's a that looks like a coyote. From yeah, it looks the, like yeah. A, just a body of a dog or something. And then this one's a l- much better, but it's still not great. And what's the mystery about it? Well, it's it happened uh, that it's a dog it, family. It happened in uh, Denton, Montana. You ever been to Montana, by the way? No. It's a, it's a like to get there. crazy state as far as just how beautiful it is. Um, Denton, Montana, and it's just uh, it's, a, it's kind of a wolf-dog hybrid. Some people even say, oh, it looks like a emaciated bear cub. But uh, wolf experts, they looked at the photos. Um, they don't think it's a purebred wolf. Nobody's quite sure. They're doing so, DNA tests, but it's going to take like another several yeah, so weeks. Yeah, so it's not a purebred wolf. It's a wolf that fucked a dog because that's what dogs are, are wolves that yeah. fuck their way down to dogs I because we so. made them. <clears throat> yeah, as soon as I said, like, what is, can it be? And I looked at it, I'm like, it's some sort of dog. Like, I, I didn't. Yeah. It's uh, not like it's got human fingers or something. Yeah, There's that's true. There's nothing exciting about it. Yeah. It's, a weird dog. It's a feral dog that maybe was friends with wolves. <laughs> it's a young female, non-lactating. Uh, no, there's one weird detail to just throw in. <laughs> Hold on. Is it lactating? Uh, it's got like grayish brown fur. It's got, it's got a large head and snout, but its ears. Um, it's got kind of a normal head and snout, but it's got huge ears. And its legs and body are very short. And uh, the fur is, they, wolf experts say it's uh, the fur is uncharacteristic of that, of uh, a common wolf. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just need more pictures to really see. I wanted to, I was curious if it was, you know, like 
built in a manner that, like, oh, could it be bipedal? You know, yeah. I want to see some bipedal wolves. It's not. It's just a. It's just a dog. Got a weird looking paw. So yeah, I don't know. A little anticlimactic, but that got me thinking uh, about uh, you know a few months ago we were talking about Michigan uh, dog man, and uh, there's others. There's other like wolf creatures, dog man creatures out there, and one that's uh, been been hearing about for years, and we never really get into it. Uh, but down in Louisiana, they have the uh, Rougarou. I just like that name, the Rougarou. And uh, <laughs> don't get up on that Rougarou. <laughs> that Rougarou. Uh, which they change the a lot of times uh like the Cajun folks will just change the the pronunciation of common words and stuff just to make it roll off the tongue better and this is mm-hmm. one because uh, originally it was called the uh, Lugaroo uh with an L but uh, for some reason or, or loop loop guru uh L O U P loop guru uh but they've since changed it to just Rougarou uh because it just sounds more Cajun so <laughs> I mean, that's a weird way to live. <laughs> but this thing is uh, very similar to that Michigan dog man we're talking about where uh, a lot of a lot of sightings say it's six or seven feet tall, and uh, it's just mm-hmm. got just a, kind of a, a human's body, like kind of a human-type torso, walking on two legs, but a big old crazy wolf head and face, pointed ears, fangs, so... Um, There's a lot of folklore uh, to this one. Sterno drunk swamp <laughs> monsters <laughs> got one of their own. Well, we got one of them down here too. <laughs> it's called a loop de loop, but we call it a rougarou. Oh, go get the gun. We got a rougarou. May, may, may as well make up the name five different times. <laughs> um, the rougarou has got a varied history, uh, several different variations. It's uh, it's French. It dates back to like medieval France. Uh, when werewolves were much more prevalent. So right out of the gate, like... A French werewolf snuck over. Well, here's the thing, like, too. It's like, okay, I get that that French people came here, you know, uh, to, to relocate, to but, migrate. But a werewolf but, snuck on the boat. But And I know that was your French legend and folklore, but what are the odds one of those snuck under the boat and came over to? Was making sure the boat, like, making sure the boat was going to sail between full moons. But yeah, so there's a lot of folklore with this one, and it just uh, it seems much more folklore than it does cryptozoological. Because there's no pictures <laughs> or facts. There's some video, but they're not very good. There's a video. Is it the same video of anything else that somebody saw in a swamp? Oh man, <clears throat> is it the same one that people thought was the skunk ape? No, no, it's not that one. But that's a good one. That we talked about that on the skunk skunk ape. Skunk ape. That's just two other animals. <laughs> Fuck, at least Rougarou is like, oh, yeah, be afraid of the Rougarou. Be afraid there's an ape. Just an ape? Oh, but it's also like a skunk. Well, it's the ape is because it's very ape-like. And the know. skunk is because it smells bad? Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't think that's a, a... You know, you just leave skunk ape alone. I, I believe I, I'm convinced the skunk ape, skunk ape is out there. Skunk ape rooting around. Uh, 16th century sounds like a prison nickname. <laughs> um, is when it first kind of uh, started making the rounds in uh, oral lore, and uh, at first it was thought to be uh, somewhat of a genetic disorder. Um, and the legend goes that uh, 
Aruguru is actually a person. So uh, in this version, the Ruguru yeah. would live life as a normal person until some event occurred that triggered their condition. So, you know, just typical werewolf, you know, backstory where like just a dude and then something happens and he snaps and now he turns into a wolf. So, so like the Hulk. Yeah, or the Hulk. Yeah. Or just an inbred manic depressive. Man, what if... See, that would be an interesting episode if there were even such a Where thing. Hulk. But, like, just a real-life Hulk. Like, people that a just... A werewolf that then when the wolf's mad, it turns into a super wolf. <laughs> Imagine, though, like, just uh, just some dude turning into, like, oh, he's still a human. He's just three times his size. It <laughs> just ripped. And that's a, or a werewolf, but you just turn into like a real nice dog, <laughs> like a show dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Turned into a dachshund. This sucks. Um, once they started uh, the transformation, whatever whatever traumatic event triggers their transformation, uh, their body. Yeah. What's uh, the event? What happens? Well, I don't know. And see, that's the thing. It. Well, that's that's with legend, you know. There's, it's so vague, but there's no examples of like what an act, what actual thing may have triggered someone. Uh, at least I couldn't find any. So it's just kind of the old werewolf guy cut me off getting on the highway. Didn't use a turn signal. Rougarou! And once they uh, once they transformed, they uh, immediately have a craving for meat, and then their uh, their full transformation into the rigaroo form would be completed. Once they had their first bite of human flesh, so um, it changed. That's how they. That's how they get appeased is by having a bite of human flesh. Well, yeah, yeah. Once they transform, uh, or during the transformation process, it's it's complete. Once they get that first bite, so like, all right, so I'm certified now. All right, so I took a bite. Uh, it changed once uh, the story changed once French immigrants uh, came to live in the area, what we now know as Louisiana, all across French Louisiana. Very common legend. Uh, most Louisiana, Louisiana natives are very familiar with the name. Uh, this goes just centuries back, and uh, obviously too very similar to skinwalkers when we talked about that about just the concept of a human transitioning into some sort of creature yeah it's weird that i'll believe it from native americans but that's a great point the bayou french i'm like nah it's essentially <laughs> the same thing but there have been some sightings um what is this one? So, yeah, I'll get to that Ruru. later. I'll get to this. Let me finish kind of setting this up. You tell, you tell, you convince us on the Ruguru. Um, I'm looking it up. This is what Ruru. I think. Ruguru also thought to be nothing more than a boogeyman story to scare children or or Catholics into obedience. Uh, children were told by their elders to behave, or else the Ruguru would get them. Catholics are told it's going to hunt them down and kill them if they don't obey Lent. Jesus Christ, take it easy. <laughs> If you don't obey Lent, like what? That's interesting too. That like, 
Well, I mean, I guess kind of the same. There's a lot of similar stuff going on with theology and religion, but like to to go outside of the theological world to to guilt. Yeah, you know, to guilt people. That's, so then you're acknowledging that this is a God-made monster mm-hmm. that God has made demons to enforce not eating meat on Fridays. Yeah. God, that's insane. Because then he's going to eat your flesh. Um, one French Catholic myth claims that in order for someone to turn into a Rougarou, they must break Lent for seven years in a row. Hmm. Seven. That's, that, that's, uh, that's like, when you start putting all these weird rules and stipulations into these things, then, you know. This is just amazing. This is just, this is, the, this is like Bloody Mary. If you fucking, oh, if you say it. Yeah. If you, uh, if you die virgin. Guy's gonna get. I don't know, man. There's also Lent, Lent is already the dumbest. Like, what exactly do you do in Lent? Well, I'm no Catholicist, which I would assume would be one who studies Catholicism. Mm-hmm. That is the X amount of weeks leading up to Easter. What is it? Is it Ash Wednesday that kicks it off, and Fat Tuesday ends it? Fat Tuesday is a part of it. Huh. I think Fat Tuesday is maybe the the Tuesday before. And I, I don't know all the intricacies. All I remember is that you had to give something up for Lent. Uh-huh. People were like, oh, I'll give up chewing gum or I'll give up candy or something. You had to make a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to give up meat like you couldn't eat meat on Fridays. Which is, that's why the big thing is like having a fish fry. Meat like on Fridays when, during, during, during Lent. Which yeah. is just a couple weeks. Five weeks. Okay. But so you'll see in like community uh, communities that are really uh, heavily Catholic, it's like that's why fish fry. Like, yeah. Everybody go to fish fry on Friday. Uh huh. Because couldn't eat meat. So, like, well, let's get fried fish or the filet of fish. You'll see, like, that's why you'll see filet of fish specials come around yeah. in, uh, in March. Yeah. Like, we had like filet of fish on Friday. Like, the, that's them. Like, there's a little nod to the Catholics. Hey, you can eat McDonald's on Fridays. Huh. Filet of fish. Yeah. So that's why they push it in, uh, in March and everything. That's what I'm assuming. What's the rationale? Because they're, ne- they're never else. Nobody McDonald's is never reminding you they got fillet of fish any other time. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you know why you're not supposed to eat meat? I mean, why that's part of Lent? Uh, I, you know what? I don't. I don't. I, it's supposed to be about this. You're making a sacrifice because Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, but I don't know why you're supposed. To, I don't know why meat on Fridays or whatever diluted reasoning that is trickled down from the original reasons. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's I, like I, heard so there, I heard there was more. It wasn't religious, but there was more historical reasons. I think it was like to possibly ration meat mm-hmm. at the time, and they made you know like anything like 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 you you know well we're running out of meat for people. Well, don't have it on Fridays because that's what God wants. Yeah. So it was a way to ration meat. I think I heard Aww. that as a justification. Uh, I don't know. But there's, yeah. I think they're historical, like actual societal reasons that that happened, and they just kept it, make it sound religious to yeah. keep people in check. So. I imagine there's a lot of that with all religions. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Like, like, I don't know anything about Judaism, but they don't eat shellfish. And I think the reason is because way back in the day, it was dangerous to eat. So but it's like, okay, but we fixed that. You can. Yeah. It's not the same danger, the same threat no longer exists. Yeah, what is it about? But uh, now it's just Muslim, tradition. Muslim not eating pork. and mm-hmm. That was one of the best Dwayne Kennedy. Every, Dwayne Kennedy is a comic from way back in the day. You, you know Dwayne? I don't think so. 
He's, everybody from Chicago, if you had like, who's one of your influences? Like, oh, Dwayne Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And he was just like this, this, like even when I started, like this wise old black dude with like long dreadlocks. But he would talk about, I was like, man, I thought about joining the Muslim Brotherhood. I went to one of the meetings, like, yeah, you got to give up pork and white women. He's like, I'll see you fellas later. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, because I could give up the pork part. Pork doesn't call you in the middle of the night. Like, hey, Dwayne, what you doing right now? Oh shit, is this half a slab? <laughs> oh god, that's funny. Half a slab. Yeah, calling you in the middle of the night. What's going on? Um, there's also a Native American version of the Rougarou. Uh, they spell it differently, by the way. I'm not going to bore you with how they spell it. It's oh, no, different. this one's yeah. taking a nose dive. Uh, <laughs> grab a pencil, everybody. There's two <laughs> different spellings, okay? Uh, this version varies from um, Bigfoot legend to something resembling more like a, a Wendigo. A Wendigo. We haven't talked about, is it Wendigo or Wendigo? I thought it was Wendigo. Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. Uh, there's also been... <laughs> Been some dispute whether or not this myth is actually related to the French version. So, I I don't think it would be related because it's two different cultures. I love the idea of the, that all these different monsters. Like, uh-huh. there's this much unexplained shit just yeah. in the continental United States. Yeah, like they're all unionized. Like the fucking characters at Disneyland, like if there's a Mickey Mouse here, you can't you better not be able to see another Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So like, all right, Bigfoot, we got you popping up August third, Pacific Northwest. <laughs> like they're all coming into work and checking their schedule and see like, Am I on this week? Oh no, I got man, all right, I got five weeks off. Like skunk apes, like I'm not on till September. Cool. Yeah. Well especially <laughs> Or it's like- just the one it's one it's like three monsters. Yeah. All putting on different jackets for <laughs> their for their it. regional employment. Yeah. yeah, like Bigfoot is skunk ape, but it's the same Bigfoot, but he's just traveling around. Yeah, you know that's funny. The suit's a little smaller when he's playing skunk ape. It's a little <laughs> yeah. That, that's the only reason he walks like that. Is the jacket's real tight. This guy's shoulders <laughs> up all high. Well, this <laughs> just I don't know. I got a real problem with this legend. Just. That part I was talking about, there's a French version and there's a Native American version. Mm-hmm. First of all, if there is such a thing, it would be the Native American version. Because like, like you said, they didn't bring this. If this mm-hmm. beast existed in France in the 16th century, they didn't put him on the boat and bring him over here. If this thing exists, like the way I believe a Sasquatch exists, mm-hmm. you know, Sas- Sasquatch didn't come over on a fucking boat. You know, he was here no, he cr- way before he that. Crossed the Bering Strait. Yeah, crossed like, the Bering like Strait. Indigenous peoples. But just the, the fact that I don't know, there's something arrogant about like that. Like your legends only only start when we arrive. When the French got to Louisiana, that's when we started having these type of things. Maybe it's it is a pre-existing native, but it learned some French. Mm. It was creeping around the swamp, you know, and then it's just like. You know, ooh, sacre bleu! Like, oh, that's a French monster. And he's like, no, he just picked up some phrases. Oh, man. Um, there's some sightings. Uh, back in the day, there was a, a newspaper called The Daily Comet, and uh, they wrote a story called Tales of the Rigaroo Still Haunt Local Memories. Um, and they tell a story about um, eccentric neighbors would float through these small bayou communities 
and uh, they kind of like a neighborhood watch or just mm-hmm. the busybodies. And uh, basically, anybody who acted crazy or maybe even had some sort of mental disability, they just labeled them a rigaroo. Oh, that's a rigaroo. You a rig- you crazy. You, you can't read. You a rigaroo. <laughs> I and, like it as a term. Oh, he's a real rigaroo. Yeah, and uh, they would kind of point him out and be like, everybody watch. Just mm-hmm. keep an eye on him in case he transforms into a fucking werewolf. Oh. Because, you know. And um, there's this other story where they talk about um, this local boy was walking home on one of these bayou communities uh, one day, and uh, he was being followed by a dog. And this, like, mangy, stray dog was kind of following him. And he was uh, scaring the little boy. So the little boy cut through a patch of woods, and uh, the dog chased him. Mm. And uh, the boy took out his little pocket knife, and then uh, he stabbed the dog in his arm. I think it was his uh, – I forgot which which arm it was. Not it does Stabbed him in his arm. Uh, it was like a real, real sharp, deep cut. Mm-hmm. And the next day, uh, the prominent physician – Appeared in town with his uh, the same. It was his right arm, by the way. His right arm in a sling, and everybody thought that like, oh, that's my 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 son stabbed you when you were a dog, and then you transformed back into a human. So that's what idiots believe. We were right. You you were the rigaroo. That's what idiots so, believe. But but uh, that was in Lockport, Louisiana. Um, but a year later, the doctor. In the, within the next year, the physician and the boy would commit suicide because they were cursed. This, no. Just saying. This is just backwoods bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it's backwoods bullshit, but like, you know, I would I'd like to see somebody transform. Yeah, what happened to the boy? boy didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he killed himself, though. What year? What, what year are you talking about? Uh, this, I don't have those type of details, Kyle. Really? So any time uh, in the history of mankind? No, any time since Louisiana was occupied <clears throat> by the, the French. Since the purchase? Yeah, since the purchase. All right, I'm shutting this one down. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, here's my point. Is this <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Obviously, it's folklore. I'd love to hear this. <laughs> Obviously, it's folklore. <laughs> But could they be piggybacking on an ex- uh, existing thing? Like Yes. Oh, well, I heard no, that. Oh, I heard that one. That's just like a rougarou. No, but what I'm saying is, could there be a real, like like Michigan Wolfman or, you know, any skinwalkers maybe? But, you know, could, what I'm asking is, you know, I, I know that this French uh, version is just folklore and just BS, but like... There have been people who've, who've witnessed, like, I saw a seven-foot dog on two legs. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. lively, drunken swamp storytellers, <laughs> you know, huffing gas on their fan boat, trying to explain shit you see in a swamp. You're just trying to explain shit that you don't know what it is mm-hmm. in a murky, weird part of the country. But the description is, is very similar to that of the Michigan dog man. A lot of people say six to seven feet tall, torso, shoulders, and chest of a of a muscular man. I told you, I think that's a kangaroo. But uh, yeah, those jacked kangaroos. Mm-hmm. But the face, uh, the head of, of like a rabid dog, like a wolf or a dog, kangaroos uh, with big old pointy ears. Kangaroogaroos. Man, <laughs> so it is. I would be more terrified if I was just out in the woods and I came across one of those buff kangaroo. I would I would rather see him. That's a what dog I'm saying. Man. Something that is perfectly reasonable but is out of place. Yeah. All of a sudden becomes mythical. Mm-hmm. So 
Whatever. I don't have it figured out. I don't know. <laughs> well, this one was kind of a bummer in the sense that I got real excited when I heard about that thing in Montana getting shot. And then when I saw the pictures, yeah, it's just some weird mm-hmm. mutant hybrid dog. I was hoping, I don't know, man, I just... Yeah, it's almost like none of this stuff's real. <laughs> I want more UFO shit. We got to yeah. do more UFO shit. Well, there's a lot of that shit out there. What you got to plug, Cri- Cryptoid is Latin for bullshit. <laughs> Aliens, man. We're getting close. You think so? Yeah. Starting to poke around up there a lot. Got a Elon Musk poking around a lot. I think we're gonna. I think we're getting close. Oh man, I, I got so. nothing to plug. If this comes out June nineteenth, mm-hmm. oh, I'll be doing that Kreischer Bargatze Sal oh. Volcano tour. That's cool. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago, Detroit, and Buffalo. I don't know. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Look it up. And then once I'm done with that, I'm not doing fuck off for the rest of the summer. You're going to take a break there, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to get my brains back in my head. Good for you, man. Uh, This comes out uh, on the 19th. You can see me tonight in Milwaukee. I'll be at the uh, Underground Collaborative. Tomorrow night on the 20th, I'll be in Chicago at North Bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend, Thursday through Sunday, I'm in Cincinnati at Go Bananas. And then uh, Monday, you can catch me in Pittsburgh. At Hambones. Never been to Pittsburgh before. Very excited to go. Hambones. And I love that it's called Hambones. <laughs> it's a dope-looking city. I was only there once, but it's a cool-looking place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just I like nestled in a valley with a bunch of bridges. All right. Okay, buddy. Well, you uh, you get some rest. Get, get that. Get no that rest. I'm going to kick you out and get going for my evening here. Get that uh, zest for life back that uh, we know and love. It's in there, buddy. <laughs> it's in there. All right, holler at your boys. The Boogie Monster. Bye.